This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Today's programme brings a rare treat, a look inside our City Council through the eyes of our new Deputy Mayor, Debbie Marshall-Lobb. Haere mai ki te hōtaka, so firstly, when nominations closed prior to election, you and Rolly Fitzgerald were unofficially new members of the Palmerston North City Council, being the only candidates for the two seats into Puao Māori Ward, and these being ostensibly to represent Māori. So what and how specifically do you see your responsibility in this respect? Well, firstly, um, I want to say that I feel very privileged to be in this position. Um, I didn't anticipate that we would get on council unopposed um, and was prepared for the... um, Fight. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the campaigning. Um, So I feel, you know, very honoured to be in this role. Mm -hmm. And um, it's certainly two weeks into it now. It's uh, certainly uh, been a very uh, good and quick learning experience. So the curve is still getting higher. (laughs) Yes, yes, for sure. (laughs) So how how do you see your, um, what what you're actually going to be doing to represent Māori? Oh, well, Clearly, just by being Māori is important because my worldview is a Māori worldview. And um, I fuck a papa here. I'm Rangitani. I also, on my father's side, um, come from Ngāti Rangi, up by Ruapehu and Tuwharetua. Um, my paternal grandmother was from there. And um, my husband, whakapapas to Rangitani or Wairarapa, and also Kaipara. So um, I have many connections, and I think that being the mother, uh, being Māori, being married to a Māori, having Māori children and mokopuna, uh gives me some insights of um, things Māori. I'm very proud of being Māori and my heritage. So, and, and you're reasonably um, familiar with the area, so we'll be talking about... Oh, I was born and raised here, oh, yes. Right, born, yes, and as was my mother and whānau, my children, and we've our family have um, been raised here as well, our children. So that's really relevant in the um, in this case. <laughs> right, so and uh, how will you do this? So are you representing Māori, just being on the council? I think, um, well, clearly, I mean, to represent Māori, you have to... Been known in the community, and I have mm-hmm. a feeling that um, I probably have a s- sufficient profile within the Māori community. People know um, my my whānau. My mother was a councillor before I was, and in Tākaro, we were born and raised in Tākaro in Highbury. Um, I was also the 
founding principal of Te Kura Kaupapa Māori o Manawatū. Oh, and Anna. <laughs> and uh, all my children went to Kohangareo and Kura Kaupapa Māori. I have four children. Mm-hmm. So I've been secretary of the Kohangareo for, um, I think it was about 12 years, Te Awhina Kohangareo, which was the first Kohanga established in Palmerston North. And I'm really proud of the fact that, um, you know, I was part of Rapua Te Kuratika, which helped establish Kurakaupapa Māori. We were the first um, and only piloted kura outside of the, well, south of the Bombay Hills, actually, <laughs> when um, the Ministry of Education de- decided to pilot them. Yes. Oh, wow. However, <laughs> I've, I've just got to add in there that Kohangareo and Kurakaupapa Māori aren't a Ministry of Education initiative. They are initiatives from Māori. Yes, because they sort of feel that they need more than was was being provided, so that that's good. And also a resurgence because I I grew up um, in a Maori community, um, but I don't ever recall hearing Maori spoken because in those days um, it was forbidden outside of the home. Yes, so, and which is really sad. So it's great to see it coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really delighted and. Like most Māori, we're really proud, all Māori, I would say, really proud to hear our reo being spoken by Māori and non-Māori. Right. And there's a great support for, for that. So in, in the council, you and Rolly will have, um, have you been given express guidelines to work within um, in your capacity as, as Māori representatives? Not, not yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet. But I think there's an understanding that we come with a, a skill set and a mindset that um, understands Kopapa Māori. I mean, all Kopapa Māori um, is important to myself and Rowley. And um, but, however, it's not exclusively our role to deal with Kopapa Māori. It's the full council. No, because you yeah. are a councillor. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or you and, are councillors, not, not just specifically, okay, you're in this corner, that's the Māori corner. That, that's <laughs> right. And, and in fact, we're interested in everything to do with our city as well. Um, but being Māori, being in the Tapua ward is something dear to our hearts and something that will just organically happen anyhow. Right. So, and outside of Palmerston North, do you see anything else that you'll be doing to represent Māori? Oh, clearly advocacy. I mean, advocacy within the community, within the council, and if necessary, um, you know, further afield. And I think that um, specifically Hauora, you know, I believe that that, um, we need to make sure people are safe, all people are safe, but if I'm looking from... Um, out within our community here in Palmerston North, which of course is inclusive of um, our Māori community, I want it to be of people to be physically safe, psychologically safe, and culturally safe. So, um, particularly in Palmerston North, where there are 135 or 165 or however many different cultures represented in in the city, um, and of course Māori is just one. But um, because they are the original um, mana whenua, I guess that makes them just that little bit more um, needy of, of recognition. I think, um, if I can come back to, I think there's something to celebrate, that we have such diversity here in Palmerston North with all those wonderful cultures. And it was probably um, 
not long ago, a few days ago, we had Diwali, and that was a fantastic uh, ceremony, event, joyful, and I think that by sharing our cultures, we gain better understanding, and people do feel valued and safe, and um, we have a lot of that happening in Palmerston North, events that celebrate different cultures, and I know that the Multicultural Society Association here in Palmerston North do a great job and are definitely well-supported um, with by the Palmerston North City Council. Yes, definitely are. So um, at the moment, do you think there are any rangatane questions that, um, like Tamotu or Potua, uh, Toa is a... Um, a case in point where they're talking about developing that. So are there any other rangatani questions that you're aware of that you'll be working for and with in um, the council? Um, well, I think I'll better provide a bit of a context here, if, if I may. Right, certainly. Um, rangitani value the partnership and the relationship that they have with the Palmerston City Council and also with uh, the wider community. Mm -hmm. And we feel uh, that that's really enriching and uh, supporting all of those who live here because if people have an understanding about mana whenua, um, and I think they do, you know, I think within schools, within the wider community, there's more discussion around those things, you know, and so people get that, they get that um, prior to the the arrival of non-Māori, Māori were here some se- for some centuries before others and it were well established by the time the Te Tiriti o Waitangi came about in 1840. Um, so there, yes, Rangitani do and other mana whenua around the motu have a unique um, position but they also welcomed people, you know, and we're really proud. I mean, I've got an Irish <laughs> grandmother and um, really proud of that too, right. of that heritage. And many, many Māori do um, celebrate those heritages. Yes, because there are quite a lot of, um, well, Māori married the, um, the Europeans and, and yes. uh, as well. Uh, so... It didn't sort of, well, I, I guess in the kainga days, <laughs> the Māori stayed with Māori, but uh, yes. and, and when the Europeans arrived, it um, extended. And I understand from what I know, the little I know of the history of, of um, Papua is that uh, um, Māori were very receptive to the newcomers. Definitely. Yes. So... Um, Right, so you stated at least once during the lead-up to Election Day that you'd be representing all iwi. So, um, so how do you foresee this happening? Well, I think I think uh, is a is a great example of um, of an environment where people, other Māori, came here for work um, and for opportunities of education and. We have, like when I grew up, I grew up on a street where people down the road came from different iwi. Now, they were helped into those houses through uh, Māori affairs, and um, that was in the days of pepper-potting, that policy. You know, so they didn't want Māori to be in 
on mass on mass in the same street. So, and I think I was the first generation to experience growing up alongside of and very closely with people from different iwi. Like down the road, we had. Um, people who came from Nuhaka. We had other people who might have come from uh, Kahunganu. And we were Rangitani, and behind us was someone from Muaupoko um, and so forth. And so when I grew up, those people were like whānau. But interestingly enough, for my parents' generation, it would have been quite new. Like my father had come from Monganui, and he'd grown up with whānau well and truly around him in an in a rural setting. All oh, right, um, but I think it expanded our networks. So coming back to that question, I feel that you know I um, we've got a wonderful network, Māori network within Papaioia, and our children and our mokapuna go to places like Kohangareo, Kura, to the Marae, and they might not necessarily papa back to this place, but they are growing up alongside of our tamariki in Māori, doing kaupapa Māori, experiencing a Māori worldview. Yes, and, and getting a heritage, albeit from a different iwi. But yes, yes. Because um, in, in studies often, if somebody is teaching... They, they teach you that this is the way it is. Mm. Um, but it, it's quite helpful to have that, well, if you go over there, that it'll be different in this way. Um, we do it here, like here uh, in Rangatane, does it this way. For the protocols on the marae, for example, yes. um, they are not the same right throughout the Motu, are they? No, no you're no. right. You're right there. There's a, they're just as diverse as the number of iwi we have. But I found that um, all iwi, and especially um, those people who have grown up understanding their culture, are very respectful. If they are growing up in someone else's um Rohi, right. then they will yeah. adhere to that. I, I've never known of any uh, sort of conflict there. You know, what's the old saying, when in Rome do what the Romans do? Right, and, yes. And we <laughs> apply that to when we go to another rohi. Like if I was to go outside of Rangitani, then I find out how they do it and um, adhere to that. All right. So um, let's get back to you then, your availability. So um, when and where can people contact you? Well, I suppose there needs to be a certain degree of flexibility within Māori. Uh, within Māori, you can't, attendance can't be timetabled or necessarily pre-planned. <laughs> that awful saying, Māori time. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yes, I don't like that. But what what I'm referring to is that things will happen. Obviously, tangihana, pōhiri, tuwhiratanga, there are things that, that will just dictate that you need to be there. That and interrupt the process. Yes. Um, well, I'm not even sure if it interrupts. I just think that uh, there are kaupapa that present themselves and you might need to go. You know, like if there's tangihana, then you've only got probably a window of three to five days to get there. And, and it might take you out for a day. It might take you out for the whole time. Um, I had the privilege of... Um, a few years ago being asked to be kaikaranga at St Michael's along oh, with wow. someone else and our responsibility was to be there for the entire time of the tangihana and um, it was the first time that that had ever happened but 
the two of us were there that entire time and so therefore we were able to see the entire process. It, it meant that I was taken away from other things but this was important. This, you know, you only have that opportunity once to support in a capacity, in that kind of capacity. And so um, there will be council-related commitments and appointments and the normal process of making an appointment um, would be followed. I'd be encouraging those who wish to speak to me initially to contact me via my council email, which is now up and running. Um, yes, and I understand you <laughs> had, had some um, IT problems yes. to start off with. I, I, I think we're on top of that now, but just in case, um, this um, I was going to say was if people contacted me via my email address, then that allows uh, the details of any requests, the origin of of that inquiry and the reply information to be saved. Um, my email address is debi.marshall-lob, L-O-B-B, at pncc.govt. Dot NZ, or to phone the council on 06 356 uh, or my mobile, my council mobile, uh, is 021-197-2513. But be aware that this could go to voicemail, but I would get back to people as soon as possible. And I, I'd hope that it would be acknowledged that I've also got work and whānau commitments as well. Yes, I was going to ask you, you, you do other work? Yes, yes, I'm a, a secondary school teacher and I'll continue to work next year doing that part-time. I'll finish working full-time this year. Um, wouldn't want to ever leave any school in the lurch, you know, so um, I will finish working full-time this year there, but fortunately we'll be able to continue um, part time. I've worked with young people for the past four decades and I will continue to do so. So that's not just Māori or was it a, a Māori school? Well, um, I'm at Palmerston North Boys High School oh, right. and yes. this year have been acting head of Māori while the um, actual head of Māori's been on study leave and um, that I've really enjoyed that. But I'm also, uh, I also know it'll be great when that teacher returns because that head of department will um, no doubt um, be reinvigorated with the return of someone. It's always great when teachers go on study leave because they do get that opportunity to um, research, to be reinvigorated and so forth. So I'm happy to do that um, at a time when it's really hard for schools to get teachers. Right. And especially teachers of te reo Māori, so... I saw that as an important way to support. This year I have been teaching just te reo Māori, but not just with Māori students, with non-Māori students too, who I see are absolute champions of the reo, which is fantastic. That's good. So um, in the teaching of te reo, does the tikanga go with it? Oh, without a doubt. You you can't (laughs) learn anything Māori. You can't learn a waiata Māori. You can't learn a karakia unless you sort of unpack that and there's the richness lies there for understanding what you're doing, why you're doing it, where it's come from. Yes. All right. 
So, uh, um, and now, congratulations on being chosen for the role of the deputy mayor. Thank <laughs> um, you. Some people would sort of um, think, oh, yes, why? I saw one comment, you know, why a newbie? Mm. But um, with your background and being Māori, I, I expect that this will be a great success. Um, and I mean, our mayor is not silly, so he knows what he's doing. He chose Alicia. Um, but one thing I noticed, I didn't seem to think that uh, Alicia was sort of at the forefront for many. So what do you consider that your um, duties as a deputy will be? Can I just come back to this, that, that and thank you, Whanga Mihi Mōokupu. Ka reringa mihi ki a Grant, ka reringa mihi ki a Alicia o te rā rātou te kaunihira katoa. Um, Kei runga no atu rātou, hei hāpai te hāpori. I just want to say uh, my mihi to um, Grant, our mayor, and also to Alicia who um, preceded me, and I know she did fantastic work, and um, all the other councillors as well. It's not easy. You can't be everything to everyone all at once, you know, and um, sometimes the perceptions of people aren't necessarily the reality. So I want to acknowledge a mihi to them for that wonderful role. I see my role as Deputy Mayor as um, that I'll support the Mayor, the Council and the Palmsonal City Council staff, that I'll be active in supporting and promoting our beautiful city and all those who live in it, uh, that I'll contribute to making Palmsonal a safe, connected and vibrant place, that it is enhancing all of that because there's been great work um, that is proceeding, yes. yes. So I, I would hope that, we'll, you know, every year we strive to go to attain new heights, you know, in everything we do, not only in my role as Deputy Mayor, but um, as an educator. People, wherever they work, wherever they do, even if that work is unpaid, you know, that's important. Uh, people who volunteer to do things, we should be sort of focused on on doing things well and striving to look for ways of improving. Right. So um, I, I once saw um, Alicia in the, in the chains and as acting mayor, but um, maybe she did other. But obviously, there'd be things that you'd be doing best. Um, behind the scenes, so to speak, that people wouldn't say, oh, you know, didn't see our deputy mayor. <laughs> um, well, interestingly enough, yesterday um, I had my second um, opportunity to represent the mayor and um, the first time was at the Diwali event and yesterday when we welcomed, had a pōhiri for the new C, um, CE, oh, right, Wade CEO. Crockett. Oh, yes. right. And... Um, you know, that was really very special. So there will be times when um, the mayor will take the lead on those things and other times when if he's not available or have a clash with something, then when I'll be able to um, step up. And that's very much my way of supporting him and the council, yes. So, um, but it's... And will there be some sort of liaison that you're a team that sort of Māori matters will be designated to you um, like if, if it's a porphyry kind of thing, um, or will the mayor be doing those anyway? Oh, the mayor is always, he's over all of it, which is good. Um, however, Rangitane, the partnership we have with Rangitane means that there will be Komatua who are at the forefront advising and supporting and leading 
Paul Hedy, yes, alongside of the council, but the council take uh, cognizance of the requests of mana whenua um, in formal occasions and Rangitani um, will continue to um, have that tradition of supporting the council in those important times. Right, so it's great that we are going to have a look. Um, and I believe that Palmerston North was one of the few um, local councils that actually had this liaison with Māori, so Isn't <laughs> partnership, that put it that way, yeah. a liaison. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, sort of it, it was thought, well, we didn't really need Māori ward as such. <laughs> but I'm just so proud to come from a place um, that thinks like that, that are, are happy to work alongside of mana whenua and in a partnership, uh, which is genuine and not forced upon them, but something that they really wanted. All right, so we're going to have a um, song called Katitiro Atitilo, which means um, roughly that we're looking forward to seeing whatever. So we've run out of time almost, people. So kia ora e Debbie. Thank you for your time. And we look forward to hearing about and seeing your progress as a Palmerston North City Councillor and Deputy Mayor. So hera fatifati ko. A day is right for hard work. So thank you. Tēnā koe whae e nō tira, tēnā koutounga kai whakarongo. Kia ora. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app.
support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.